This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We've been around long enough that we can see, uh, you know, one generation of geezers out there. They totally love us. They remember us from back in the day, 94, 95. And then we see another generation of younger kids, maybe even the geezers' kids. Um, these are just little kids, and, and they know all the words, too. So it's, it's definitely turning into a multi, multi-generational phenomenon. Day by day. Hey, you're listening to Weezer Day by Day. Day 7, about their 7th studio album, Ratitude, came out in 2009. Their final album for Geffen or DGC or Interscope, I guess all those companies were under the same umbrella by this point. The title of the album was suggested to Rivers by the office actor Rain Wilson. I recently spent some time with Rain on the set of The Office for a profile we're doing for Nightline. And in his trailer, he told me the current Ratitude controversy is preposterous. If the Weezer just came out and their new album's called Ratitude, people would be like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a new Weezer album. Cool. You know? But it's like, if you had heard that I had named, you know, let's say John Stamos named Nirvana's new album, <laughs> never mind. People would be like, oh, that's a stupid name. You know what I mean? Or like Tom Selleck named the new Stones album Goat's Head Soup. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's a stupid name. And the album's cover artwork is a photo of a dog named Sydney that was originally published in August 2009 in National Geographic. The recording sessions for Ratitude started in November of 2008, right after they got off tour for the previous album. And they worked on this album until January of 2009, so just a few months. Produced by Jackknife Lee, recorded in Malibu, Santa Monica, and Los Angeles. And many of the songs on this album are collaborations with other professional songwriters or song doctors or whatever. And to me, that's a big problem because... All I want from Weezer is Rivers Cuomo to write the fucking songs. But he's got a bunch of help on this one, and let's see how that works out. Ratitude kicks off with a song called If You're Wondering If I Want You To, I Want You To. And this was co-written with Butch Walker. And yeah, I don't know why Rivers needs any help. And I like Rivers Cuomo songs way more than I like Butch Walker songs. Why do I want uh, somebody far less talented to help somebody that's way more talented? I mean, yes, that last album and Make Believe pretty much, they're kind of a disaster, but, you know, Rivers has proven how great he is or what he's capable of, and Butch Walker has proven that he's just, uh, goes with the trends. He just follows the trends. You know, that's not what Rivers Cuomo, I would, I would never think Rivers Cuomo would be a trend follower. Butch Walker has always been 
a trend follower just trying to write something commercial in that moment, whatever moment he's in. That's my opinion. Um, I don't get what's so great about Butch Walker. I don't. I don't really like anything. I mean, Marvelous Three had some all right songs, but Marvelous Three was pathetic because they were a band. They were a really bad hair metal band called South Gang. They just dumped their singer, and it's the other three guys. It's just South Gang, and now that and then they're like, "Oh, we're an alternative modern rock band." I mean, it was pathetic. So this song. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. The verse is terrible, the chorus is lame, the song sucks, and it's got nothing to do with fucking Weezer. Alright, track two on the album is called I'm Your Daddy. Co-written by Rivers Cuomo and Dr. Luke. And honestly, I don't even want to know who the fuck Dr. Luke is. I mean, I've heard the name, but I didn't even look into it because I couldn't care less who Dr. Luke is. This song is okay. Actually, this song is better than anything on the Red album. But that's a low bar. The verse isn't great. But I do like the chorus. The chorus of this song is catchy enough. Track three on the album, Butch Walker again. Butch Walker and Rivers wrote this called The Girl Got Hot. A quote from Rivers, he says he wrote this after he went to his high school reunion and there was a woman there that was just stunningly beautiful. Quote, and I was scratching my head trying to figure out, wait, I don't remember her. Who is this? And then I remembered her as this girl that no one even noticed back in high school. And just over the years, she had totally blossomed. Oh my god, this song is so lame, just dumb as shit. Just a pile of putrid shit. Track four, Can't Stop Partying, co-written by Rivers and Jermaine Dupree. Once again, I know the name. Who gives a fuck who Jermaine Dupree is? I certainly don't. I guess he wrote the lyrics and gave them to Cuomo. Lil Wayne is on this song. You know, I couldn't even make it through this piece of shit. And is a song called Can't Stop Partying going to be any good unless it's by Andrew W.K.? Otherwise, that's not going to be a good song. Track 5 
Track five, Put Me Back Together. So this is co-written by Rivers Cuomo and a couple guys from All American Rejects. Who thought Rivers needed help with the songwriting? I mean, this is just pitifully generic. Who wants that? I guess you would think the record label might want that. But, I mean, this isn't a horrible song. Um, I actually liked the first song that All American Rejects ever came out with. I liked. I think it was called Swing Swing. I don't know if I really ever liked anything else by them, but I did like their first single. So those guys aren't as bad as fucking Butch, I guess. Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Trippin' Down the Freeway, co-written by Rivers Cuomo and Jackknife Lee. Once again, bland, boring, 
Not horrible, but what is the point? Track seven is called Love is the Answer. Once again, written by Rivers and the producer Jackknife Lee. My notes, what the fuck? Rivers needed to write a Bollywood song? Track 8, Let It All Hang Out, written by Rivers Cuomo, Jermaine Dupree, and Jackknife Lee. I did notice in my notes that I did notice something about Jermaine Dupree is he's the guy who discovered Criss Cross. So I guess that was his big claim to fame as he saw those kids in a mall and said, oh, we can make up some shitty song and make some money off these kids. The fact that this is the best song on the album so far is so depressing because this is really nothing special, but it actually sounds like a Weezer song, kind of. I guess it started as a demo that Rivers recorded back in 1999. So I can say that I kind of like this, but like at a bare minimum of liking. Track 9, In the Mall. This is written by drummer Patrick Wilson and the producer Jack Knife Lee. 
It's not horrible, but it's pretty damn pointless. All right, last song on the album, I Don't Want to Let You Go by Rivers and Jackknife Lee. This song might have been good if it was recorded like an early Weezer song with the loud, distorted guitars, but what we get here with this production is just pretty fucking lame. And just overall, you know, this album just sucks shit, and it's not, it's barely, why is, how is this a Weezer album? I don't know. Why do we need all these other people? Why can't why isn't Rivers just writing the songs? That's what Weezer was was Rivers you know the vast majority of what Weezer was was Rivers Cuomo writing the songs. That's you bring in all these fucking outside songwriters, it's insane. I mean we saw this happen a lot in the eighties, but at at this point this album is just a depressing fucking blah piece of shit that never should have happened. Let's hope the next album is better. We will find out tomorrow when we talk about Hurley.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.